Hello, and welcome to Seasons, A Year of Movies. I'm Grace. And I'm Emma. Today, we're talking about Porco Rosso. Mm-hmm. Um, we're from Hayao Miyazaki from 93? Mm, 92. 92? Early 90s? <laughs> um, it's about... Well, let's, yeah, let's, it's about a pilot in the Adriatic who's turned to a pig and his misadventures. Yep. Um, Emma, what's your, what's your history with this movie? Oh, I saw it once a long time ago. Yeah. (laughs) And didn't really remember anything of it except for, you know, um, the line that I've seen countless times on Tumblr and then Twitter, you know, better a pig than a fascist. Yeah. Which is in this movie. I was actually like didn't remember that line when i saw it Mm. i was like is this actually in the movie is this the thing that he says and it is it is there you go yeah Yeah, what's your history borco zantifa (laughs) not really actually yeah not really really. um so uh this is a mizaki movie that i'm like a little less familiar with um i have seen it multiple times i think the last time i saw it was at uh with a bunch of friends in like 2012 Mm -hmm. or something take it you know like a friend's house we put it on his projector and watched it um yeah so that's that's the i don't you know i don't really remember how i remember i have like really fond memories of this movie i actually remembered a lot more about individual things that happen in this movie mm-hmm. than i did with with kiki or totoro mm. um or ca- especially Castle in the Sky, yeah. even though Castle in the Sky I, like, remember watching and, like, have a more attachment to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if there's, like, a specific story or history there. Yeah. Um, and I think that's part of why, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it, why this mm-hmm. movie maybe didn't resonate with me quite as much, even though I don't think that is a problem with the movie itself or mm-hmm. that it is less well-made than than other uh than any of the other Ghibli movies we've watched yeah but yeah oh i certainly think it's a good movie i think you know in our last episode we just talked about how like from here on out it's just gonna be like this is a great movie yeah we cried and like yeah this this movie's fine it's, it's good it's good yeah it's well made like i think it's probably my least favorite of all the ones we've watched so far yeah i don't know i i've uh it's been growing on me uh, it's, I think it's, uh, and it's like the movie itself. It's kind of a slow burn, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm actually, I really, it's going to be interesting when we get to, cause I, I think like, like Ponyo and Spirited Away and, uh, and, and Mononoke. So like the, you know, later Miyazaki mm-hmm. movies, I feel like they're much higher on plot content. Yeah. They're still like interested in, in mundanity and slowness to be sure. Mm-hmm. But I think after 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 the, well, after this and Whisper of the Heart, uh, which is you know not Miyazaki directed but written, uh, we're gonna get a little we're gonna get heavier in the in the plot mm-hmm. area, and I'm kind of curious to how because I've really enjoyed this sort of section that we've been in that's been very like laid back. Yeah, well it's a it's a good thing we've been practicing uh, succinct plots. <laughs> we've been we've been trying. <laughs> Speaking of which, yeah. Well, Emma, do you want to launch us into it, or can we? Uh, or yeah. Should I? Uh, Picture this. There is a boat full of tiny little girls. <laughs> well, not not only. It's like a cruise ship. Sure. But we care about these tiny, precocious girls who we are all on the swim team. And they all have little hats. And they're like the best thing 
best part of this movie. <laughs> um, they're so good. Anyway, basically, we open and um, we find out that Porco Rosso uh, is a pig man. And he is, like, a, basically a bounty hunter mm -hmm. um, who people call on to, like, fight pirates. So, basically, these, these air pirates uh, have just, you know, these seaplane pilot pirates yeah. um, have, like, attacked this cruise ship. They've taken all these little girls hostage and, you know, Corco right. gets a call. Yeah, and to be clear, this is uh, this is post-World War One mm -hmm. in the Adriatic, mm -hmm. a kind of Italy-adjacent mm -hmm. um and you know, fascism is is starting to rise in yes. Italy again. That's On what, the rise. That's what we'll get to. Yes. Um, so you know, Porco uh, saves the day and rescues all those girls that are the best. Um, and yeah, you know, just beats the pilot pirates and they're you know grumpy. Um, but they all end up at uh, this club. Um, that is run by Porco's friend Gina. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, it's established that like when, you know, it's like a place for everybody and like the pirates are chill, you know, and. Right. Um, like they're mad that Porco's there, but they're not going to do anything about it. Yep. Because they're all in love with Gina. Everybody's in love with Gina. Who's like haughty McHotty and so suave and stylish. Yeah. Very like, I, I mean, <sighs> I'm sure there's like actual like silent actresses that they're drawing from, mm -hmm. but that's very much like the, mm -hmm. the, I guess I, I'm thinking in particular of, um, the lady in Pandora's box, whose name I've forgotten. Mm. Uh, a, which is a, I mean, I'm not, I don't know if it's a great, but it's a very fascinating German silent film. Mm -hmm. Um, and she plays this, like the woman in it plays this very alluring young woman who just sort of like. Kind of, like, not through any fault of her own, like, seduces all the men in her <laughs> life and, like, leads them to do horrible things. But she's, like, kind of this force of nature. Like, she doesn't really, like, like, it's kind of ambiguous whether, like, she has any control over what she is doing. Anyway, so. Anyway. Gina. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of this, yeah, very, <laughs> yeah. very fab. Yes, Gina has lots vibe. of control. She's yeah. incredible. She's great. Um, But, yeah, so we're at the club. Um, We get, like... Um, some setup about this American pilot, Curtis, um, who the pirates are kind of hiring to help with their, you know, missions and skeeving. Yeah, and... primarily, though, to, to take out Borco so they yeah. can sort of operate in the Adriatic uninhibited. Yes. Um, um, and uh, Curtis falls in love with Gina on sight. Um, I mean, she does also sing a very pretty song. She does. Yes, on sight and sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he asks her to marry her and she's like no uh and then you know we find out a little more about you know her and Por porco are old friends um yeah she knew him when he was human mm -hmm. and the only remaining photo of him yeah. human is in the bar and porco's like scratched out the face of it. yeah yeah oh it's sad it is sad um so what's next um, um, well, I feel like basically the next thing is that Curtis shoots down Porco, right? Yeah, There's Porco's sort of been, fight. he ha he's having trouble with his engine. Yeah, um, so he's sort of unable to fight back, really. Yeah. Um, and so Curtis thinks that he's killed him. Um, Porco's like, I, I'm going to drag my plane all the way to Milan. Um, you know, he's got this contact Piccolo, I think. Yep. Who's, um, great you know, name. this great mechanic. Um and in Milan, and so he's going back there. Mm -hmm. um, to... But Gina, you know, is real upset with him. 
uh, because she reminds him, you know, or shall I say, tells the audience that he has a, there's a warrant out for his arrest in Italy. Yeah. Um, I think for evading, like, joining the Air Force. It's like one of the, because when later in the movie, there's sort of a listing. Oh, right. right? And it's like a whole bunch of things. <laughs> That's right. Um, I, I remember pornography was on Pornography is one of them, yeah. Which I think they take out in the English stuff because I, <laughs> I was, uh, we, you know, anyway, I, <laughs> I grew up in a very conservative uh, area. And uh, so when we watched this movie with a bunch of friends who were like, we were all in a church group. I didn't mention this part. We were in a church group <laughs> uh-huh. and it was like, ooh, the hero of this movie, like, is <laughs> in trouble for pornography. I was very embarrassed. <laughs> That's so, very cute. Yeah, I should have mentioned that, but, but now I did. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there are, like, a lot of, you know, there's a list of crimes. Um, yeah. um, so he kind of has to stay in hiding while mm-hmm. they build his plane. Yes. Um, and this the 17-year-old girl, Theo, mm-hmm. who's Piccolo's granddaughter, yes. is, like, designing it. Yep, she's, like, the main engineer. Um, it's established that, like, all the men have left Italy uh, because of the Depression, going on Um, i think there's also some military stuff there going on too right is there yeah like there was like a parade right i i I just maybe there i don't think there is like an explicit mention of of them like being in the army or something yeah i don't think so because they like talk about how like war is possibly like building right right? but nothing's like actually happening and they talk about the depression like a dozen times um so i think it's just rough times in Italy, all mm-hmm. around. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so basically, so, like, this incredible commune of women, <laughs> um, it was, like, all the women in the family who were left behind, like, they built this plane uh, mm-hmm. with Fio at the head. Um, and Fio, like, basically, uh, like, finagles her way into riding along with Porco. Right. Because um, she just, like, wants to, she wants to, like, travel and like keep working on the plane um and like just get you know cool experiences right and um and also it's like to partially to ensure that he pays the rest of the bill correct yep um because yeah he didn't have enough because you know the, there's uh hyperinflation <laughs> so. um and uh and Fio kept wanting to go like do all these expensive things on the plane yeah and her grandfather's like no that costs so much money and porco's like sure do it <laughs> <laughs> um well so yeah porco and, and fio escape uh italy yeah from escape from the fascists with the help of porco's friend who's in the air force mm-hmm. uh, there's a scene earlier that i think we'll talk about in analysis proper where they meet up in a movie theater yeah um and uh and after that they kind of head back to the island yeah they where head porco back has been staying to his secret island um and it turns out all the pirates were there waiting for him you're gonna kill him yep but then they don't one because fio's there and she's a pretty lady (laughs) (laughs) um and two because curtis (laughs) curtis shows up i just remembered how it's so good (laughs) it's so good what a doofus so say like curtis is this really like flamboyant uh, movie star yeah. type k- kind of a uh, like Errol Flynn mm-hmm. um, it's very swashbuckly although I think there's also like a there's a bit of a Ronald Reagan vibe oh, too for because sure. he um, anyway I think this is before this but he oh, says yeah. to Gina that like 
He asked Judy to marry him again, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I'm going to become a movie star back in the States, and then I'll be president. Yeah, and um, I'll make you first lady. Yeah. And she's, she laughs at him. Right. Which is so good. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, in that scene, so she, she tells Curtis that she's waiting, that she loves Porco, and, like, is waiting for him to, like settle down basically yeah into, like, she doesn't um, like say porco right but she does yeah. that, that's like what it is that's the implication and like you know porco does a little flyby to show off um that's right yeah, yeah. he's still alive yeah um yeah because she was worried that you know he was dead um so um yeah carter shows up and he's like i wanna beat you you know um for real and uh Gina hops in, <laughs> not Gina, Theo, yeah. jumps in and was like, hey, what if you guys fought? And, like, if Porco wins, like, you have to pay all of his bills, you know, for the plane. Right. And if you win, you get to marry me. Yeah, because he, like, <laughs> proposes to marry her, so he sees Theo, yeah. right, as well. Yep. Um, and Porco is really upset about this bet. Um but he's like, okay. And, like, the pirates are going to host it. Right. And so, basically, yeah. And, like, at first, like, Porco's like, there's a really great beat because Porco's mad at her. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, I know it was stupid. Like, yeah. I know this was a bad idea. And then Porco gets, like, kind of sad. <laughs> and he's like, well, you helped me out. You, you, you know, you gave me a chance, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it's like the next day they're going to, you know, do a big dog fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but that night... Um, like Porco's uh, getting ready for the fight, like preparing bullets, mm-hmm. um, and Fio asks him to tell her stories about you know the seaplane pilots, mm-hmm. and so he tells the story from World War One, <laughs> from when he was a pilot in the in the Italian Air Force. Yeah, right? when he was a human, um, and basically it's like all of his friends die like everybody on both sides dies except for him and he has this vision that's kind of you know in the afterlife of like this such a striking he's like in this kind of sea of clouds Mm -hmm. right like floating in this airplane and he looks up all these airplanes like in a big arch yeah above Mm -hmm. Um, it's like almost like the milky way it's just like this band up in the sky um and yeah at first it's like unclear what it is but then he sees all the pilots like from all sides you know including his friend um who married gina two days prior yeah um yeah gina mentioned earlier that she married she's married three pirates pilots mm-hmm. and they're all dead they're all dead <laughs> yeah um because all the good ones are dead yeah. uh yeah, yeah <laughs> anyway. says uh like, I think Fio says, you're a good one, or uh-huh. you're a good person, and he says all the good ones are dead. Yeah, he says right. that multiple times in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, um, so then they, there's thoughts. a dogfight, mm-hmm. basically, um, and, you know, they're, they're, like, throwing a huge betting ring. It's just very, like, comic sequence. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah, so they, they have this dogfight, um, and they're pretty evenly matched, mm-hmm. um, and Porco, like, gets the jump on him, but his gun jams mm-hmm. and then so does Curtis's <laughs> yeah. and so they start just like throwing yeah they wrenches. land their planes <laughs> oh they, that's right yeah they start like throwing stuff at each other and so they land their planes and then just start like boxing each other like having a yeah. fist fight and yeah so they, they bring s- out a bell and yeah cares. right and stuff and so it becomes this like very sort of like like animated cartoon violence yeah. uh, boxing match mm-hmm. and during this we see that um Porco's friend in the Air Force uh calls Gina 
and warns warns her that like the Italian Air Force is on the way right. on their way to like break up the fight and yeah. arrest everybody. Right. So she goes and flies down to like warn everybody. Um, Porco wins the fight mm-hmm. by a <laughs> sliver of a hair. Yeah, they knock each other out at the exact same time and like fall into the water together. Yeah. Um, and like you know the the ref is like count counting up to ten. Um, and Gina, and Gina shows up. Like, That's right. Gina yeah. shows up and is like, "Hey, Marco," which is um, you know Porco's real name. Yeah. And she's like, "Like you better, you better get up." Like, right. Yeah. And then he gets up. <laughs> yeah. So he gets up at the last second. Um, and so they get the money, and Theo does not marry Curtis. Um, <laughs> and man, it's it's good. It's real good because like. Um, Porco, like, passes Fio off to Gina and is like, here, like, take care of her and, like, get her back, you know, right. towards stuff. And she's like, you always do this, you know, because yeah. he's, like, not planning on, like, coming back with him or anything. Right. Um, it's very good. And then, uh, more. well, then, yeah, Fio kisses Porco. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Curtis and him both fly off. Mm-hmm. And it is implied, like, Curtis, like, gets a look at his face. He's like, wait, something's going on. Right. And so he it's didn't... implied that he is back human maybe or, maybe. or something yeah, like he does not show it right yeah because earlier we didn't mention like after he tells oh, theo right. the story um his war story then like she and the audience like see his human face for right. a second and then when he when he turns to look at her she gets yeah. back to pig back face. to pig face yep so is he still a pig maybe maybe not yeah at the end of the movie uh, but yeah uh, then, you know, we get a little narration. Curtis, uh, did not become, never became president. <laughs> what it doesn't say, it doesn't was... say that he never became president. Oh. <laughs> it say he's, he's not president yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But he, he is a big movie star. He is a big star. movie star. Directs his own movies, too. <laughs> it's not on the poster. <laughs> Donald Curtis. Oh my gosh. Um, Incredible. Yeah, and he's, like, in some, like, Lost worldy, mm-hmm. you know, like, not, not Jurassic Park, the Lost World, but the... <laughs> But the Arthur Conan Doyle novel, Last World, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> He's got a little revolver and his big T-Rex and stuff. Yeah, so um, then Fio becomes, like, the head of uh, her grandfather's company. And, like, you know, it's this big airplane company now. Right. Um, and Gina's at the club. Yeah. And, you know, maybe she ends up with Porco. Yeah. But well, like, we don't know. It's sort of, there's a final shot of, like... Uh, Gina's garden where mm-hmm. she was like waiting for mm-hmm. Porco to like come and declare his love right mm-hmm. and and then you know like feels just like it's our secret yep. so it's like yeah like I, I think it is implied that that is what mm-hmm. happens but it is not shown yeah. so yeah that's the movie that's the movie yeah well I guess I could start on likes and yikes or if you wanna right yeah what is your like well so there's uh, as we mentioned there's a little girl's <laughs> Uh, in so the pi- so they 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 kidnap all the girls and bring them into onto the like pirate plane mm-hmm. right, and there's like eighteen of them and there's <laughs> like like seven pirates, or like maybe ten, mm-hmm. um, and most of, of them are like on the guns or piloting the plane. So there's like like two or three of them like trying to watch all these little girls who are just running around, mm-hmm. um, and one of them picks up like a grenade and like the <laughs> goggles and is just wandering around. She's my like that's it. <laughs> 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 it's very uh, good. It's very cute. And good. Yeah. What is your yike? I don't. I 
I spent like 20 minutes before this recording trying to think of a yike. I could not think of one. There's stuff that I want to dig into. Yeah. That I'm, that I'm, I don't know, I have, that I have conflicted feelings about. Um, there was not, there was very little that, like nothing that I could really think of that I just like was a little thing that I yeah. didn't like. You were not I, peeved. I was not peeved at any, any moment. Mm-mm. It's also just, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's a very pretty movie. But what a shocker, <laughs> you know? Yeah. What a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Piccolo has whiskers. That's kind of weird. <laughs> didn't, didn't you say he looked uh, exactly like a teacher you had in high yes, school? Yes. Yeah. He looked very much like a biology teacher I had. Minus the whiskers. Minus the whiskers. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, was a normal human height. <laughs> he's very Average sp- human height, I should say. Yeah. I don't he's want, very, normal's very, a loaded word. Yeah. He's very small. He's very small. Um, yeah, so, fortunately, you know, I'm fortunately. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to I've got a yike. you got a yike. Um, they... <laughs> See, actually, I love this. I knew you would. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so when Porco and Curtis are, you know, when it comes to fist fights, they're just, like, wailing on each other, and they've got just the nastiest, grossest, like, bruises and, like, Puss sacks. And like, it's so good. It's, it's so funny. Their their faces are like completely disfigured. Yeah, it, and it like, like stays like that. Right. They're just like a. It's like a bowl of grapes. Yeah. You know. It's, it's so it's, gross. It's very well. The thing is, the thing I. I mean, yeah, we don't have to like get into this, but like the thing I like about it is how like how much the dog fight is like this masculine posturing. Yeah. And then like they just end up like fighting each other. No. That's what it is. I think right. the setup, like I think everything that's happening is great. It just looks so nasty. It's very nasty. This is so gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's my yank. Yeah, well what's your what's your like? My like is um so the very beginning of this movie, like the first thing we see is like this little, t- it's like a typewriter shot. It's like just the words going across. Yeah, um, and it's a typewriter sound. Yeah, and it's and like it's got these little pigs that are running across the screen. Yep, yeah, the like the words are coming out of these little little green pigs, um, and stuff, and they have to like you know, move the screen over when they get to the end. Right. Yeah. It's like um, you know when you like swipe the thing on the typewriter over so you can write the next line. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but it's in like eight or ten different languages. Yeah. Um, and stuff, and it's just saying, like, this is the story of, you know, a pig. <laughs> right, it's like a Star Wars crawl. But, like, it's a, it's like a, you know, the things that would happen at the beginning of Serial. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, Buck Rogers or whatever. Would mm-hmm. be like, this is, you know, yeah. this is what happened the last episode. Or, like, this yeah. is a setup, right? It's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's, uh, it's really cool to look at, and it's, like, cool with the different languages, because, like, it's generally, you know, they're all, like, left to right, except it's also in Arabic, so it's, like, going the opposite direction at the same time. Yeah. And then, like, German and another language have, like, extra words, so, like, right. everybody else, like, finishes first, and then they, like, continue on. And I was like, this is so cool and, like, weird, and nothing else in the movie is like that, um, yeah. which, like, would have been cool. But then I found out why that's a thing. Um, through my, you know, um, my usual Wikipedia <laughs> reading, <laughs> yeah. you know, my pre-show Wikipedia reading. <laughs> um, so this movie was funded in part by a Japanese airline, um, and like was meant specifically to be shown like as an in-flight movie. Oh, okay. Um, I knew there was something like this. I thought it was like made for TV or something, but. Yeah. And yeah. so it literally is like, we have all these passengers like speaking different languages. Wow. Like let's 
set up the movie for them. And, like, that's just really cool in, like, a weird yeah. corporate way. <laughs> yeah, well, but it's also, I feel like it ties into what this, this, this movie is like. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like, we could start getting into this. It's Let's sort of about this, this lull between World War One and World War Two, where mm-hmm. there was this, like, like, like it's it's very weird, like how how absolutely fake mm-hmm. all of the violence between the pirates mm-hmm. and yeah. Porco feels, right? Like it's so, like it just doesn't. Like even Porco is like, like give me, like you could keep half the money, <laughs> you know. I'll yeah, take just, half. Just give me half. The other half and the kids, yeah. right? At all, you know. So it's just like it's the stakes are like so low. It's like so unreal. Yeah, right? and just like the fact that. They just, like, hire an American, you know, like, to do all this. Like, there's just this weird mixing right, of, yeah, like, different too. people. Right, and then, like, there's sort like, of distaste for it, like, mm-hmm. the people. But there's also, like, like yeah, the fact that, like, an American can come here and, like, fly among Italian pirates, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that is a thing. With, like, zero consequences. Right, is, like, that is not going to be possible in, <laughs> you know, a few years, right? In, yeah. like, not that long. Mm-hmm. That is a thing that, like, would be bad for an American to be doing, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and so I think, like, I mean, yeah, in some ways it's sort of about this, like, this period where, you know, where, like, we had this, like, horrendous conflict and then, like, we're in between it, but it is coming back. Like, this, you know, the, mm-hmm. the it's on the wind that, like, this is going to happen again. And, like, the movie doesn't really specifically address that mm-hmm. or talk about it, right? But it's yeah. just that, that presence yeah. of coming violence and conflict is like throughout the whole thing yeah and it's just like unavoidable like for yeah. the audience to right connect. like there is such like i think especially in the united states like we don't really think about world war one yeah. um in the same way right like right. there's like there's like a joke um there's an honest trailers joke that like world war one is the prequel to world war two yeah well that's honestly um, like how i mean i feel like, like that's how it was framed to me in public school yeah, as well exactly was like oh world war two happened because like germany was treated this way post world war one mm-hmm. and like yeah, yeah. You know. um and so and so it's like impossible to avoid yeah like to not see it even if the movie doesn't explicitly go right. into that yeah I actually think, yeah, we'll talk about this because I think this is actually a pretty interesting companion to Wind Rises because it's also mm. about, like, like there was a sense in which, I don't think it's as strong as in Wind Rises, which I think is, like, really explicitly about this, um, but that, like, Porco is an artist, mm-hmm. who, someone who's able to, like, he's incredibly skilled, able to make something beautiful, who is then, like, sought after and sort of destroyed by um, the sort of system. Like, like I mean, there's almost something, like, kind of libertarian about this movie <laughs> where it's like, oh, if the government could just get on my back then I could fly, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's a ch- fair reading of it, right? Yeah. Um, but there is a sense in which, like, there's this individual joy, this individual thing that's beautiful mm-hmm. that is then being, like, sort of oppressed or sort of pushed on by yeah. outside horses. No, I mean, that makes complete sense. um yeah so i mean we've talked a whole lot about this with the other movies um is this an idealized europe i kind of don't think it is and i think the thing is part of it is that it uh i mean yeah there's a lot of stuff i could talk about here Mm um i think part of it is that this is the first movie where there's europe and it's like you know what year it is (laughs) right and you know like 
what he's you know you know what country you're playing in you know these locations right mm-hmm. you know sort of like in a way that like Kiki and Kagostro which is like a little more political right um, it's just like it's not there right mm-hmm. like it is it is very like the actual concrete like politics of those places is like extremely abstract at best whereas this it's like always around mm-hmm. right. Oh, well, let me let me insert this wrinkle for you. Okay, um, hit me hit me with this wrinkle. My Wikipedia wrinkles, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this movie was originally going. To, well, first of all, this movie was is based on a manga that Miyazaki oh. did, which okay, I just I, yeah, he's I think a busy I, man. Yeah. Well, this is the, all right. Well, well I think oh. yeah, Wind Rises will be like the section where I think we talk about this. All right, because I, I I it is impossible for me not to read the movie about Miyazaki writing about himself and his own like obsession with art and it be like it's just so sad. Anyway, we'll see. I'm we'll, ready. <laughs> yeah, we'll see when we get to this movie. But um, continue. But here's the real wrinkle. So this movie was originally going to be set in Croatia, uh-huh. um, and in the early '90s there was like. This whole, honestly, like, I don't know about it because I'm un-American. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. But, like, there was, like, a civil war, like, kind of happening in Croatia. And, like, right. all these, like, problems. So they're like, mm, let's move it somewhere else. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's like, even in a movie that's, like, about how, like, Europe went through, like, a rough time and, like, is going heading into an even rougher time. Right. It, like, said, it's set else like in a more right. appealing and like picturesque and you know not uh currently you know tempestuous right. country right i think that's yeah i think that's i think that's true because i do think there is like i mean again there's still i think there's a contrast between like this coming conflict and like the sort of dream that mm-hmm. it is right now but i also think like like it's telling i think the way the way everything is shot when he's in Milan mm-hmm. is really different than mm-hmm. the rest of the movie. It's a lot more enclosed. Like, he, mm-hmm. most of the time, he's in this building where they're building the plane. Yeah. Right? And then when he's outside of it, he's, like, being hunted by yeah. people. Right? Being followed. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, and also it's just way more industrial mm-hmm. than, than like, Kiki or Cagliostro is. Right? There's, mm-hmm. like, when he's in Milan, it's like, oh, there's all these factories and it's these dense city streets. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't think what you're saying, like, I think it's, it is totally true. Mm-hmm. Like, this movie's still playing, I think, in this idealization, but it's like, it is right when it is about to shatter, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, oh, I see that. Yeah. I feel that. But I do feel like, yeah, maybe, you know, I don't, maybe it would be better if this movie was, like, more explicit about that and, like, had, <laughs> I mean, it, it's hard when you're, like, being literally commissioned by, like, a big airline, mm-hmm. right? Um, but, you know, but, like, maybe, like... Yeah, maybe it would be a, a more, a sharper film if it was, like, really sort of being like, oh, yeah, like, this is what it's about to do, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think there's also a lot of power in suggestion. Yeah. You know? That's fair. Um, I mean, yeah, do you have a take on this or, like, given this wrinkle? Yeah, no, sort of I'm just, like, it, I'm right? just very interested because this is, like, a thing that we've talked about with, like, basically all of the movies. Um, and... Um, yeah, I just wish, like, I want to do more research on this, because, again, just, like, reading about it, um, like, there was a scholar who was talking about, like, um, Porco Rosso is the perfect example of, like, this, um, trend or, like, concept in Japanese art, um, that we kind of just, like, that we've just kind of been attributing to, like, Miyazaki himself, um, but it 
it's this thing called um again I don't know Japanese um but like the phrase is like wakan yosai which means um Japanese spirit western learning and it's like a thing that's been in Japanese art like since the 1800s where it like looks at Europe as like this spectacular and like idealized place but also like like creates this sense of distance right um, in order to like maintain like a Japanese identity and like perspective on things um and stuff and so I just like that's like it just makes things like more interesting because I thought we were just like talking about like oh this is like a directorial like style you know and like right this is like you know things and I'm just like really interested in like that broader context right and like how like at you know at least one scholar like sees this movie is like the perfect example of it when right. I think like you're right like it does you know I mean it's like you know it's like this is Italy and things are bad yeah <laughs> yeah know? this right. is real life Italy and yeah with real life but I mean I, I'm just thinking about because yeah I mean this is just not something I I think I have enough like context for yeah, me neither right um but like I feel like Lupin proper mm-hmm. like sort of separate from Catholic Castle of Cagliostro probably falls into this as well mm-hmm. right where it's like dealing with kind of a like ostensibly western genre right of like master thief right mm-hmm. kind of thing that feels like and maybe you know the thing is those 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 um those avenues of influence are always like pretty fluid because like spielberg loves caliostro right mm-hmm. and like you know these directed movies about master thieves <laughs> right so you know there's always like it's always it's always more fluid and weird than that yeah, right for sure. um but there is like yeah there's an element of that too mm-hmm. right yeah so I'm just, yeah, this is something I'll have to do research on because yeah. uh, I'm just really intrigued by this. Yeah, well, I think it's, um, yeah, well, well, again, I keep bringing up The Wind Rises. I just feel like that, the movie is, like, really interested in that because, like, that's what the character is sort of experiencing when he's in Germany mm-hmm. is, like, this this distance from, like, what is actually happening in Germany <laughs> and, like, what is going on, right? Um that yeah that i think I, I mean like i think you could make a case that it makes the movie like morally culpable in some way mm-hmm. but it's complicated yeah so it's complicated yeah um yeah i'm not sure exactly what to go into there's lots of things in this movie um i feel maybe perhaps slightly related um on this idea it's like i <laughs> i was expecting this movie to be a lot more political and like explicit Right. Um, in its politics, um, it, and, you know, basic, like entirely because of that one <laughs> right. screen, like screen grab that I see all the time. Yeah. Um, that says better, better a pig than a fascist. Yeah. Um, and like, it's not like it is all, all, all art is political. Um, right. but like, yeah, I just, um, I guess. Well, it's very much about, I mean, I think, like, maybe this is, I don't know, the thing is, I, I thought about, I thought about this as a yike, but I really don't feel like this is a problem with the movie. Mm-hmm. Is it, it's very much about, like, individual people getting swept up into history, mm-hmm. right? And, like, yeah, like, Porco obviously offers, like, some resistance to, to fascism by, like, not being in it and, like, leaving Italy and, like, you know, yeah. sort of, like, his friend in the Air Force, like, mm-hmm. stays and, like, obviously, like, does help Porco escape and stuff, yeah. but, like is still, like, very much, like, a part of this this thing, yeah. right? Um, but he also, like, he's not going to stop it from happening, right? Yeah. There is, like, 
And like part of it is like part of it's like oh we know what happens right we mm-hmm. know that this is what it's going to be right yeah like um, this is a very different movie than it, like like I could easily see this movie being about like what if like Porco Rosso you know like starts as a bounty hunter and then like you know becomes like part of the Italian resistance you know like right few yeah. second, and like that's not at all what this movie is right there's um, like the thing is there's not even like nobody talks about that yeah right there is no like. There is no Italian resistance. Yeah. Right? That doesn't even yeah, exist. Yeah, it, like, it, it, there's, like, a shot where it shows, like, this military parade going through, and, like, everyone's cheering, of, and, like, Porco, you know, like, turns away from it, not because he's, like, upset by it, but because he's, like, I gotta go see my engineer friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, and stuff. I think exactly what you said about it, like, being very libertarian. Um is completely true because yeah like i'm interested in like the portrayal of his friend who's in the air force right because like you know there's like you could very much say like oh like he's needed on the inside right because like he's like helping yeah. helping them out i don't but think it's, that's what that movie's doing yeah at all. not at yeah. all it's like not again not for political reasons it's like you know this is my friend and like right i don't want bad things to happen to him specifically yeah no very much so like i'm gonna like let him know that you know that like the secret police are after right him. well i think actually that this this moment so so they talk the only thing they really talk mm-hmm. um is in this movie theater and they're watching like a like a popeye kind mm-hmm. of like like fleischer animation short mm-hmm. um where there's this evil pilot pig Who's trying to kidnap this lady? Yeah. Right, and I don't know. Are they like dogs or? Yeah, it's know, some that sort weird, of weird like dog mouse bunny thing <laughs> from the 1930s. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and they kiss and stuff, and like you know, he, the the male dog like punches the pig's lights out and saves yeah. the day, right? And uh, Porco like starts when he sits down, like this is a when his friend sits down, he's like this is a terrible film. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of conversation, his Air Force friend says, this is a great film. <laughs> and I think, like, that moment, like, the thing is, like, this movie, and, like, I don't I don't know if this is, like, you know, this is just, like, like, Marxist theory, right? right? <laughs> like, really, like, basic. Marxist theory is, like, oh, like, the, you know, the movie theater, like, these kinds of stories serve <laughs> to, like, promote a certain kind of, like, government agenda that, like, um you know, satiates the people, mm-hmm. right? That like, like, I mean, like, you know, basically like, uh, like people in the, you know, um, it's just the Marxist school in, in Germany, like pre-World War II, mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, like Walter Benjamin was like adjacent to them and this is not, I'm trying to remember, Max Weber? No, I don't remember this <laughs> theorist's name. Basically he talks about, he extends the like Marxist idea of like religion being the opiate of the masses to, um, movie theaters because they're mm-hmm. a place where like classes are allowed to mingle yeah. in a way that like um, a lot of places you can't right mm-hmm. and they're sort of like like movie theaters I mean now and especially back then were like kind of gaudy and like had this appearance of like luxury mm-hmm. but weren't really like you know it was cheap yeah. right and so it was like oh this is like you know a way of like satiating well, yeah it's escapism right mm-hmm. and like it's and so I think like this moment where Porco's like he's seeing through it mm-hmm. right in a way that, like, his friend doesn't. Yeah. And he still, like, believes in it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, but, like, Porco's above all of it. Yeah. In his mind. Right. You know, because he said there's, like, multiple lines um, where, oh, yeah, like, at the, he goes to the bank 
And the teller's like, would you like to, like, donate to the people through this, like, patriot, you know, bond Oh, right, thing. bond, and he's yeah, like, bond. And he's like, I'm not, like, a human person. <laughs> so, like, I'm not right. going to help the people. Well, I think that sort, of, um, that sort of, I think, defines, like, some of the stuff is where, like, even when he's sort of doing something um, rebellious, it's both, like, self-interested and mm-hmm. self-deprecating, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, like, I think um, he is, like, the perfect example of, like, an anti-hero, um, and this, like, Porco's not, like, a good person. <laughs> like, no. Um, and he, like, does cool things and, like, does good things, you know, and stuff. And, like, went through, like, this, like, traumatic thing. But he's, like, a bad person. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Um, and, like, the movie, I think, like, the movie does a pretty good job of, like, not, like, framing him as a good person, you know. Right. Um, well, I think it's also there's there's moments where you just see this like, like, um, I mean, there's this you know we always have this moment with the with the officer where he's like refusing to be a part of this military system, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a moment that I actually I think about all the time, and it's kind of a trope. Like I think it's something that shows up in Christian movies a lot, mm-hmm. I imagine. <laughs> um, but like, so where he's sitting down to dinner with you know all these ladies who are building the plane, mm-hmm. and he like just rolls up the spaghetti on his fork, oh, yeah. is like ready to chow down. <laughs> And then everyone at the table is, like, praying. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I think, um, the thing is that, like, religion does not factor in this movie very much at all, except this one moment, mm-hmm. right? And so I think it's much more that, like, Porco's not part of a community. Yeah. He's not, like, in... And, you know, he, like, flirts with all these women, but he's never seen with them ever again. Yeah. Right? And, like, he's just, like, so separate from, from mm-hmm. everything that's going on. And so it's, like, profoundly lonely. Yeah. In a, in a real way. Well, right? I think, like, a perfect um example of this is he tells Theo like when um they're like settling down for the night you know and um maybe before he tells her the story yeah um but he's like oh Theo like you're a good person like you make me believe in humanity and stuff and it's like (laughs) like he just spent you know however long with like all these like amazing women like right, building yeah. all the stuff and like you know and he like has Gina like and like had these friends in the war and stuff and he's just like no like it's bad and like I'm gonna put it all like on this young girl like you right, know yeah. who's like oh like she is good right I think that's also one and, of the things oh sorry keep, you yeah it's just like that's just like a real like you know that could be seen as like a cute bonding moment you know or like a feels great like i mean it is kind of it that is, too but yeah. it's also like he's an ass like for right. saying that what well, i think also that this is kind of along the same the same lines um is that like that i think under deeply undercuts like this sort of libertarianism that i was talking about earlier mm-hmm. is that like porco can't like he cannot fly without this like huge army yeah of workers, like, making his plane. Yeah. Right? And that, like... Then, you know, like, Theo's, like, this designer, right? But the, the the movie's, like, very clear about sort of this, like, this labor production that, like, goes into it, right? Mm-hmm. And then also, um, like, you know, the the ship is, like, a machine. There's a lot of emphasis on, like, like you know, Porco has to, like, wind the crank to yeah. start the engine and, like... And, like, the guns jam... Like, there's this emphasis on, like, physicality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's very much like... And the thing is, like, we can be like, well, that's just how planes work, right? That's just how planes back then were. And, like, that's true, but, like, it could be a dream. Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah. could... You know, this is a movie. Yeah. This is a cartoon. <laughs> you know, it could be just a dream of flight, and it is, but it never, like, 
completely drops this like physical element yeah right mm-hmm. and so it's very much like i think like poor girl's like embodied in the world mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to be yeah you know <laughs> he is very, and i think it's the moments where he is confronting and like being embodied is when he like becomes human again right? yeah um yeah no i just i like that the movie like doesn't let him get away yeah. <laughs> being a bad person like we see this a lot um through like i mean Fio kind of like wears him down you know in these like sort of in these ways you know and he right. like does things for her because like she's a kid basically and like right. he cares about her um but like we see this a lot through gina who just like does not take any of his bs and like it could be um i think like in a different movie or like with a different the same one but like framed differently um, it could be, you know, like, oh, this is, like, the manly, like, dramatic, like, hero thing to say. Right. Um, and then Gina is, like, that's stupid. Yeah. And I'm angry. Right. Well, I that. think, I think that is something that, like, <laughs> like, that, that fist fight at the end, mm-hmm. it's just, like, it's so, I mean, it's so funny. It is. And it's so <laughs> ugly and yeah. gross. And, like, it's just, like, not. This is not, like, like. Like, you think this is honor? Right, yeah. Like, it's just, it's just absolutely not that, right? Mm -hmm. It's so, and, like, the thing is, I don't don't think the movie's, like, entirely unaffectionate towards that stuff. Yeah. Right? But it is, like, it's just, you know, it's just nothing. It's not, like, Curtis and Porco, by the end of this fight, like, are kind of just both idiots. (laughs) And, like, Gina's the one who enables Porco to, like, win it all. (laughs) Right? Um... You know, so I, I think there is, like, this, this yeah, like, I think the movie kind of does, like, under some of this sort of, like, yeah, like, it mm-hmm. reveals some of this masculine posturing as, like, deeply hollow. Yeah. Right. Oh, and I think that's, like, a cool thing um, about Gina, because she's not, like, even, she, like, loves him and is, like, yeah. pining after him, literally, like, sitting in a flowering garden right. like, in this beautiful dress and hat, like, waiting for him to come say I love you, right. um, which is, like, a very, like, romantic, yeah. you know, thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, but also, like, she's not sitting around, like, oh, like, I know you can, I know you can beat Curtis, you know, like, right. yeah. <laughs> like she's like, wow, I can't believe that, like, you're doing this, you know, or, like, I can't believe, like, you're going to a country that, like, actively, like, wants to arrest you, like, just because, like, you want to put together, like, this plane, you know, because, like, you're, you know, like, all these things. Right, right? yeah. Um, and stuff, like, she is not, um, just, like, you know, a hanger-on, like, you know. Well, I feel like part of it is, like, um, her, the scene where she sings the song in the bar when we first meet her, Mm -hmm. there's this great shot where she's, like, standing in the middle, like, singing, this guy's, like, holding her hand. (laughs) Yeah. He's very, he's very, very, he's sweating. It's so it's, cute. Yeah. He's just like, whoa, I can't believe I'm holding this lady's hand. It's very exciting. Um, anyway, and, but she's like turned away from all of them, right? She uh-huh. has her back to them. And there's this sense of like, yeah, like they're all looking at her, but like she's in control of that situation and mm-hmm. she's like using their, like their look, right? Quite literally. Yeah. Right? To like, and like, it's not like explicitly tied to like financial stuff, even though that's part of it. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, like it's made really clear that like she has power over these people. Yeah. Right? Like they literally like 
keep from like fighting even though that's like their whole thing is right like, yeah beat each other up but like they literally like create she has made this like political and social space like right entirely out of like her own power <laughs> right what well, is also really di- like i guess the the comparison that i just thought of that i didn't think about before is like the genius hotel is kind of like the international in john wick <laughs> In the, yeah. It's like this place where you know competing factions meet, and where like you're not allowed to fight, like mm-hmm. right. But like the international is quite literal, and this you know in John Wick two and three, this becomes like a big thing, which Emma has not seen yet. Uh, mm-hmm. To be clear, like the, it's enforced by violence, right? Mm-hmm. Like you you break into the international, you do something like that you're not supposed to there, like you die, yeah. right? That is what happens to you, mm-hmm. right? So, but Gina's like it's just it's just charisma. You know, it's just, it's just like this, this force of will that like maintains. Yeah. And that is just like the, the movie is also explicit. Like that, that space continues to be that kind of place. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even oh, it's like cute. It shows at the end, like the pirates keep going there into their old age. Right. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's just like, she's like created. It's, I don't want to say like a home. Um, yeah, it's we'll not, get it's to not this, a home, yeah. Because, uh, like, she is not maternal. Um, right. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's just, like, she has made this space and, like, maintained it in the face of, like, all these, like, masculine powers. Uh, right. And it's just, it's, like, her space. Yeah, <laughs> it's also charged. just, like, it's also, like, like, you don't have a sense of where the island is in relationship to everything else. Yeah. And it's, like, just this small, it's, like, a house and a yard and like concrete walls yeah, and there's, some docks. There's you docks know? for the planes. <laughs> right. And like that's it. Mm-hmm. You know? And so yeah, like there's a sense of it being sort of like completely disconnected or mm-hmm. sort of like she has that like cool, dope, like soundboard, um, that's like in a hidden bookshelf. Oh yeah, she's <laughs> like... got a she's got a big radio set up. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um that's like I think it yeah. That's certain that's certainly hinting at something very cool. Um, right. And it's like hidden, even though she's like on this isolated island. Oh yeah, no. She, the thing is, yeah, like she's up to stuff, right? Yeah. And I also like that, like, yeah, we do not, like, again, I think this movie is just really, really good at suggesting, mm-hmm. at like sort of nodding to without like fully touching. And I think also like it, it makes it melancholy mm-hmm. in a way that I don't think it would be if it was just like, oh, like. You know, like, the last 30 minutes of the movie is, like, all these pirates being killed by fashion. There's, like, whatever, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> whatever whatever yep. happens next. Right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I want to talk more about our gals. Because um, we said in our last episode, in our Kiki episode, that, like, there was, um, you know, maybe a problem or perhaps just, you know, a, like, a trend that we've noticed. Um in, like, Miyazaki movies and otherwise of, like, women being, like, awesome and also, like, the focus being on their, like, motherhoodness. Right, Or capacity to someday be a mother. Right. Um, and, like, I realized that, like, neither of the women in this movie, like, are moms and, like, there is no hint whatsoever. Right. Like, it kind of actively goes against it. Um, in the face, just thinking about, like, how Gina has been married three times and right. has no kids. Well, it's also significant and that, like, the movie... I mean, I guess it is... It just makes somewhat clear that, like, they all died, right? It's yeah. not like that, like, no. she divorced anybody. Um, mm-hmm. And so it could be, you know, there's maybe... I mean, I don't know if... I don't know if, you know, anybody working this movie is, like, weird about divorce, you know? <laughs> but, like, 
it doesn't even touch that, right? But it's also like the movie's not like, wow, what a bad lady. Yeah, you know, no, it's like she just like keeps yeah. mar like she marries who she wants to. She like doesn't marry Curtis, right? And she like right, yeah. loves Porco, but it's not like oh, like I want this like life together, you know, and like I want to yeah. build this family. It's she's just like yeah, like I I love pilots, <laughs> yeah, and, like you know I I I'm in love with my old friend. Um, and, like, we, like, Theo is a really great, Theo is really cool. Um, the more I think about her, the more I like her. Um, because she is, like, young and precocious um, and feisty and, like, you know, um, and, like, a lot of this movie is made of her, like, young, you know, her, like, um, Oh, there's there's a fancy word I wanted to use. Youthful um, exuberance. Yeah, well, just just like <laughs> her ability to be pregnant. <laughs> um, I oh guess. yes, yeah. Like in um, she oh she's nubile. That's the word. That's the word. She there you is go. incredibly nubile, and like all the men know it. Um, and like are obsessed with it right. in a way, but like the movie is not. Yeah. Um, the movie never treats her as like as anything other than like you know she wants to be an engineer and she like does really rash things you know right. and she like stays up all night working which is like results in a really cool plane but like also is a bad thing for right. her health porco like calls her out on that yeah. in a cool moment i think yeah, yeah i thought that was a good thing um and stuff and she like she gets to narrate the ending, right? Yeah. Um, and it's, like, about how she, you know, becomes, like, the president of this big company. Right, and, like, maybe and how she's, she's how, married and has kids, but you don't... It never it says doesn't it. talk about it. Yeah. Uh, it only talks about how, like, her and Gina stay friends. And, like, <laughs> does Gina get a happy romantic ending? Maybe, but, like, that's literally their secret. And, like, for yeah. the characters to keep. And, like, we don't get to see or, like, know what's happening with that yeah and yeah. like it's just yeah it's just cool and like again it's completely fine to be a mom <laughs> right yeah right but i just thought it was really like interesting and like fun timing that we like just had this conversation yeah and then this movie like completely goes in the opposite direction right yeah well i think it's interesting also that like um like i i like all the stuff with fujiko in Cagliostro, mm -hmm. but she's also like so flat mm -hmm, in that yeah. movie and it's like nothing to do and also i think it's very funny how she's like not sexy really you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and <laughs> that's like one of the like things about her character right mm -hmm. um but like i feel like um uh, gina is like kind of a a re almost like a, a quieter like chiller <laughs> like fujiko in some ways <laughs> like there's almost like it's revisiting this kind of type in a very different yeah, way yeah she is she is like very beautiful and like especially in her first scene she's like wearing this like tiny like fancy dress yeah um that is cool but like yeah it's just like always just like i don't know the movie like the camera is just very um Kind is not the right word. It's just refreshing. Yeah. Um, and how, like, just the way that the camera looks at these women. Um, there's, right. like, a literal... There's a scene where... Um, so once they get to the island and, like, have sorted things out with the pirates and Curtis and some... Um, feels like well i'm gonna go for a swim yeah well she's and, like, like she like has a panic attack basically oh, right. and then she's like well one way to take care of this is go for a swim yeah yep. and so she like um 
she like takes starts taking off all her clothes and like the camera cuts away from her to Porco's reaction and he's like embarrassed and he's like oh what are you doing and yeah. like turns away and stuff and it like very easily could have been like oh like she's wearing nothing or like what is she wearing underneath and stuff because like if if it had stayed off of her but I think like the camera's very conscious and like cuts back to her and she's like wearing underclothes right, right? Yeah. and it's like not at all sexy and stuff and like it's a like, tank top and shorts yeah right? and it's like yeah. oh like this man is like embarrassed <laughs> by like her wearing normal clothes <laughs> like you know and stuff because of like what it implies to him but like we get to see like like there's nothing like she is not you right know, this like sexualized being yeah well i also think it, it's interesting that there's a there's a line uh when theo and, and porco first meet and piccolo's like hey like you you know hands off basically <laughs> yeah and porco's like i'm not even thinking about that <laughs> right <laughs> yeah and like there is some like theo kind of has a crush on him i think mm-hmm. um and she just like kiss him and i'm not sure how i quite feel about it, especially since the movie's like she's 17 you know <laughs> yeah. um uh but like and like obviously like you know you don't know what the difference between age difference between um mm-hmm. curtis and and her is either yeah um but like that doesn't work out right yeah. and also that like porco like yeah that's not even a consideration for him and like he's like embarrassed right mm-hmm. at this moment but um but yeah it's sort of like how it's kind of interesting it's again like the suggestion where like Piccolo, like, saying that to Porco, like, suggests something about Porco, mm-hmm. but it also suggests something about, like, men. Yeah. And, like, their <laughs> act towards, like, these kinds of women, right? Mm-hmm. That, like, nobody in the movie really exhibits. Mm-hmm. Except, I mean, there is, okay, to be clear, like, you're right that, like, I think the pirates, like, objectify her and stuff, but they're also, like, very respectful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, standoffish, no. right? Like, no. there's no, there's no creepiness in this movie, right? Right, like, and, um, yeah, I think it's, like, we've, like, seen this before with... Like, man, air, air pirates are just sweeties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this was, like, the same thing in the cas- in Castle in the Sky where, like, the pirates are all, like, in love with, you know, this tiny child cheetah. But, like, right. like aren't creepy about it, you know, when they, like, easily could be. Yeah. Um, and in the real world, you know, definitely would be. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, so, and so I think, um, you know, that's that's nothing new in these movies no for sure um, no but yeah it's just uh, it's just a nice time i'm i'm just very happy for these gals and like um yeah i just like i like Fio a lot um one moment we referenced this moment before um where after she like sets up the bed um and like Porco's like, what What have you done? Um, and right. she's like, oh, that was so stupid. Like, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, and I can, like, easily see, you know, like, our stock, you know, like, awesome girl, you know, who's, right. like, kind of flat. Being like, oh, well, like, it doesn't matter because, like, you're the best, you know, or, like, I'm gonna help you win because I'm right. so good at building planes. Right. You know, but whatever, she's like, yeah. oh, shoot, like, I shouldn't have done that <laughs> because like I'm 17 and I don't know this man and like yeah. he could easily win and I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, and stuff. And so that's like, just like a nice moment to see like, Oh yep. Like you done messed up for you. Um, yeah. But like, and then like it's immediately followed up by 
her being like, oh, like, we should have padded the bill. Then, like, yeah. we, like if you do it, then we'll get way more money. You're right. Um, and, stuff. and so it's like she just gets to exist without these, like, expectations. Right. Well, she also gets, gets to, like, she laughs that off. Yeah. Right? She, it's, it's a joyful moment when she's like, oh, we should have padded the bill. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, it's not. It's like, I'm so clever, but I, I wish I was clever quicker. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's just, like, such a, it's a nice moment of, like. Like, she's allowed to fail in a way that's, like, totally just fine. Yeah. You know, totally normal, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the, I think that's, like, yeah, I agree. That's, like, a really nice thing. And I think, like, like Nausicaa has, like, the weight of, like, dismantling patriarchy on her <laughs> shoulders, right? <laughs> like, she's, you know, becomes symbolic in, in a certain way. Yeah. I think it's actually, like, to be clear, I think very affecting yeah. in that movie. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's very different than how, mm-hmm. um, than, like, people, like, feel and end up, right? Yeah. But I think, yeah, maybe there's uh, something to be said about, like, I don't know. Yeah, I I really, I think about this a lot, especially in, in relationship to, um, to, to video games, which I think are, uh, I mean, video games are maybe particularly about a lot of things, um, but about imagining sort of political futures. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a movie, this is the thing that this movie, like, does, is, is not trying to do, right? Yeah. And is very explicitly sort of, like, interested in sort of this inevitable turn of history, right? Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, I kind of wish like there was sort of an articulation of like something different, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, maybe it's something like I think we'll, we'll get to this in Princess Mononoke because I do think Princess Mononoke comes to the table with like a lot of compelling questions mm-hmm. um, that I would not say are. I mean, yeah, like I think you could argue that the movie's not equipped to answer them. I think that's an uncharitable read of that movie. <laughs> um, but like, I think it's just like I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. Like and this is like a really difficult thing and so i I do yeah like i i think um you know like nausicaa's solutions are very mythical and like very interesting sort of this rather than this movie so small and contained it's like yeah like what do i do as a person who is not you know prophesied of in the ancient scrolls (laughs) right like how do i make the world better right i think this movie like approaches some answers to that right but it's not Mm -hmm. it's not a movie that's interested in making a well yeah again it's it's like it's all about like individuals yeah Um, because i just like realized it's like oh yeah like it's great that uh fio you know is the president of this successful company but then i'm like "Mm, who's she making planes for right (laughs) you know like yeah like you don't i mean you don't know right but but we know yeah (laughs) we know (laughs) we know yeah woof Um, i did not even think about that yeah (laughs) yeah Everything's fine. It's good. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah, yeah, welcome to The Wind Rises. This is what the movie's about. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, do you have any more thoughts? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I think this movie, this is, yeah, this is the thing is like, as I was thinking about it, it was growing on me, and this conversation has also like raised it in mm-hmm. my estimation. I really need to like, yeah, I need to give myself time to, you know, before I need to have a take. Yeah. Right. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I um, I think there's a tendency, especially when we're when people are doing like what we are doing, um, which is like, you know, watching all of a director's catalog mm-hmm. to be like, oh, like here's, you know, minor, the minor works and the major works and like, mm-hmm. um, you know, and sometimes, and I feel like that's a real, I don't know. I don't know exactly because sometimes, yeah, like sometimes it's like, oh yeah, like I don't, I don't like Cagliostro as much as I like mm-hmm. other movies in this. And like, that does not mean, but also I don't know if that really means it's like, oh, that's lesser Miyazaki, right? Yeah. I feel like that's like a, such a, a, a 
an interesting way of, yeah, of raising that, it. That movie was made in seven months. I know. <laughs> um, but, like, I, I guess, yeah, like, I think, I think this is a movie that, like, maybe resonates with me less, but I think that's so much about, like, personal, individual things. Yeah. Um, than it is about, like, the quad of this movie. And I think, I think, like, rankings and, like, sort of those kinds of things are productive in that they come from a subjective voice. Yeah. And, like, someone sort of talking through and examining their, their own, like, um, ways of, like, thinking, right, is, mm-hmm. I think, the more sort of productive and important way of talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's, like, a whole tangent. But just to say that, like, I don't know if this movie, like, resonated with me as much as, like, uh, Kiki or Totoro did. Yeah. But, like, like this is a really great movie that mm-hmm. I think is, like, worth watching and that you might find, you know, you, listener, <laughs> might find something in that, like, I don't quite have a connection to, right? But that's, yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, again, it's like, I really enjoyed this conversation. Um, and like, again, there's like a couple, you know, things in this movie that I really like. Um, but like, yeah, again, like for me, watching movies is like such an emotional experience and like completely based, like almost completely based on like my feelings, um, about a movie. So I'm like, yeah, like, would I rewatch this movie? Like, eh. Like, yeah. maybe. And the thing is, like... It, if it's on, like, I rewatch lots of movies all the time. Right. right? Like, I'm not I'm not a person who's, like, you know... Yeah. It, who, like, it takes a lot to rewatch. But, like, yeah. Like, I, I just, like, I don't feel super strongly, like, emotionally about this movie and stuff. And so, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think... Uh, and the thing is, I think for me, yeah, there are definitely, like, things I think about, like, oh, I would actually like to rewatch this again. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, like, actually, like... There's a few things with, like, the Star Wars prequels where, like, if I could, mm-hmm. I would probably just, like, pop on scenes from, mm-hmm. from like, Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones, like, yeah. occasionally. Uh, we do not own those movies, so... <laughs> I can't. Yeah, there's the YouTube. Yeah. Well, yeah, I gotta... I gotta watch some scenes from Matrix Reloaded again, because I'm writing a thing about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. speaking of which... Where can people find things that you write? Oh, yeah. I never plugged this. Um, so, yeah. So, you can find things that I write on uh, graceinthemachine.com. Yeah. Straight up. Straight Love up. Love that com. URL. Yeah. Love that for I you. just published uh, a couple days ago or yesterday. Yesterday as of recording. So, a few days ago as of whenever <laughs> this goes up. Um, I published a thing about the first Witcher novel uh, mm-hmm. called The Last Witch, which is a collection of short stories. Um, I talk a lot about, I think, what that franchise means in general um, mm-hmm. to me and, like, kind of Geralt as sort of this figure of um, in-betweenness yep. um, and sort of this... Yeah, I think I think it's pretty interesting. I think it's pretty productive. So if you're kind of interested in, in that kind of... Cra- and I also think it's, like, a good intro to that stuff. So if you're, like, interested in those games or interested in the Netflix show that's going to come out oh, yeah. sometime... Yeah, get those, those clicks. Those clicks, yeah. <laughs> um, I think, like, it's a... I think actually that book is just a good place to start. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't not have like there, you know, you don't have to read any more of the books. It, it's very self-contained. Um, and I think it has some just really good short fiction. Ads. So if you're interested in that book, um, give it a read. There's some spoilers, but you know, yeah. very minor stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Like so abruptly shift the, no, episode, it's all good, but it just fit. Um, so yeah, I think we'll just wrap up now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're good. Um, yeah. So next we're going to watch, whisper of the heart yeah um which i know nothing about yeah so this is this is a movie that's uh storyboarded and and directed and not written by hayao Miyazaki. it was directed by kind of an up-and-coming director at studio ghibli uh osuno i think 
sooner? I don't know. We'll say it in the episode, and you can look it up on IMDb <laughs> or whatever. Um, he passed away shortly after the film was completed, so he never mm-hmm. directed another movie, oh. um, which is really rough. Uh, this was one of my favorite movies in middle school. Uh, I think, I, I just really watched this movie with you. That's basically why we've included it. <laughs> yeah. Even though we're, like, ostensibly not watching all Ghibli, but just watching Miyazaki movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's close enough, and I'm going to watch it with Emma. So, um, yeah. Well, we are hosted by uh, the Admiral Mapping Podcast Network, which mm-hmm. you can find at admiralmapping.com, and you can support on Patreon at patreon.com slash admiralmapping. Do it. Do it. You can reach us on Twitter at SeasonsMoviePod. You can send us an email at seasonspod at gmail.com. Um, hit us up with those, you know, with your Miyazaki takes. Yeah, we should, uh, them. yes. I want them all. Yeah, we definitely want them. Uh, I pledge here and now that we will, like, start asking for your questions on Twitter <laughs> and stuff ahead of time, which I think will hopefully help us get some questions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. What can you do? Yeah, you can also find us on the Abnormal Mapping website, uh, like the RSS feed and the link to iTunes. Um, emmawrapping.com slash seasonsmoviepod mm-hmm. Emma, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at U of Wales. Once again, that is the letter U and the aquatic mammal. Yep. Uh, people can find me on the internet at uh, graysonmascoremachine. I'll plug my writing there, but in case you want a direct access to it, you can also go to graysonmachine.com. Aw, oh, yeah. Yeah. Alright. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next time. Or mm-hmm. You'll hear us next time <laughs> for uh, Whisper the Heart. Yes, propose to us on your, you know, first, first sound. We are beautiful enough, you know, or our voices are beautiful enough, I should say, <laughs> to uh, to do that. Anyway, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Bye.